You're listening to The LaunchCast, the podcast about leadership, business, life, and growth with me, your host, George Andriopoulos. It's like food for your ears. The LaunchCast is sponsored today by The Leadership Experience, a coaching masterclass. Intentional, unconventional, thoughtful leadership from keynote speaker, CEO, nonprofit board member, and TEDx executive producer, George Andriopoulos. Hey, it's me. Guys, the music's getting louder, which either means that this is a can't-miss epic course or that Fabrizio fell asleep at the controls again. This music is so damn loud, and that means it's going to be amazing and that Fabrizio's pay is definitely getting docked this week. Join us, the Leadership EXP for details. You don't want to miss this. At this time, I'm going to ask that you fasten your seatbelts. Launch sequence. Launch sequence activated. Launch sequence activated. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the launch cast. Storm is coming, but I'm prepared. Fifty days quarantine, I still have goosebumps. Episode 122 entitled Put Me In Coach. It's the launch dad himself, George Andriopoulos, bringing you your favorite podcast on the planet. We're talking leadership, we're talking business, we're talking life, and we're talking growth. And damn it, it feels good to be here right now as the beat drops. What is shaking, my friends? Thank you so much for being here today on episode 122 of the LaunchCast. 122, and it is our, what, seventh week in quarantine. This is our seventh quarantine episode, I believe, and man, we're still doing it. We're still doing it, and I'll tell you why. When this whole thing started, I decided, hey, I'm still bringing these episodes, of course. I'm going to move my studio home. I'm going to get comfortable. I'm still going to provide leadership through the LaunchCast because that is what we do. But then as the week set in, as I decided, hey, I'm not going to do remote interviews because that's not the same vibe. Hey, I'm going to come up with some different ideas here as we continue on. I definitely started to question what direction we should go just during this time. Don't worry. I'm not talking about stopping this show or anything, but I had to think about it because I wanted to make sure that I'm giving the audience the same quality that deserves the LaunchCast name. That's right. I honor this show. I respect this show. I respect what this show does. The leadership that we try to bring you through this show is so important to me. And so I didn't want to bring garbage. I didn't want to just go on the air just to go on air. And of course, different ideas came to mind. We of course did that that Alexa episode, which was kind of fun. You know, it was silly, but it was fun. And we've been talking about different things. Last week we talked about the last the last dance, which is oh man 
Forget it. I'm not even going to get into that today because I won't stop. But there was a point where I said to myself, hey, are we doing a disservice by continuing on with the podcast while it's not the same format? And damn it, I decided, no, we're not doing a disservice because somebody out there needs to hear this. This is leadership. There's a reason that I am here doing this. And whether we have a guest or not, doesn't matter. A guest is just going to bring a different perspective on leadership that they have experienced in their lives. But right now, during these episodes, this is an opportunity for me to share some of the things that I do, some of the things that I have gone through. Because the show was born out of my experience. This show was born out of the transformation that I made in my life And that positive change showed me, hey, other people might be able to get down with this. If I share my stories and if I share the stories of other leaders who are out there putting forward some amazing stuff and telling their stories of where they've come from, their unconventional leadership journeys, somebody out there might be reached and say, hey, I've gone through that. I've gone through that, so maybe now I can achieve what that person achieved, that guest on the show. So for today, again, for the seventh time, we're going to be talking about some of the things that I've done and some of my ideas. And as of late, because of sort of where I have been in the grand scheme of things, what I've been doing professionally, I wanted to make this episode about coaching because this is a new venture for me. This is a new thing in my life. As I continue to grow as a professional, I have to absorb you know, the things around me. I have to absorb the things that successful people around me are doing, and I have to continue to challenge myself. And in these recent years of doing public speaking on a big level, Those that know me or follow me, they know that I'm a two-time TEDx speaker. They know that I am a TEDx organizer and executive producer of TEDx Farmingdale. They know that I am a speaker who dares. They know that I have keynoted all over this country. They know that I've done this on the level of a business person, a CEO. When you talk about business keynotes, marketing keynotes, corporate turnaround keynotes, And then they know that I have done this with honesty and thoughtfulness when you get into the different types of talks out there. When you get into the TED-style talks, the Ignite-style talks, the motivational, inspirational-style talks. Now, those are what started to cause a big transformation in me as a professional. And as a person, they were really cathartic, this whole leg of my career. And what I noticed, especially in this past year or two, is that When I'm out on these speaking circuits and I meet different people that speak on the same stages as me, I noticed that there were so many people out there that were not only speakers, but they were coaches. Now, you could call these coaches whatever you want. Uh, I think a a big term out there is life coaches, professional coaches, whatever. There's so many different types of coaches out there. And I think there's a stigma associated with it. I know I bought into that stigma for a long time. I myself for a long time heard the term life coach and I was like, life coach, who needs that shit? 
But when you look at where people are and what they're trying to do in their lives and how to transform, who better than somebody that's experienced it to be able to share their experiences? And so I watched, now let's take the, the, the human being out of this. Let's just talk about the business person in me. I watched some of these people that I met in the speaking world who were psychologists that transitioned to full-time coaching and speaking, who were professors that transitioned into full-time coaches and speaking, who were business people that transitioned into full-time coaching and speaking. I mean, these people were not only doing what they loved, but they were doing what they loved as their careers. They put aside their nine-to-fives, their Monday through Friday nine-to-fives, that were paying the bills and they took the leap and decided, hey, coaching makes me happy, helping people makes me happy, speaking makes me happy, I'm going to jump in. And so I watched some of these transitions and particularly the business model and I was really enamored and it came in a funny time for me because I founded my company Launchpad 516 in 2013. So again, those that follow me know Launchpad 516 is a management consulting firm In effect, we're corporate turnaround artists. We can go into a business and fix a broken business. And that's so much fun for me because I love the challenge of problem solving. I love uh, the competition that I make with myself to be able to go in and effectively change an organization. And I'm good at it. I'm really good at it. And that's why I've been successful. And that's not me boasting. That's me being confident in who I am. All my years of experience led to me founding this company, Launchpad 516, and I'm so grateful for it. But I will say that there are times in recent years where the services that we provide, for me, have gotten a little stagnant. For me, have been more as a matter of cause, we offer these services that don't really speak to my soul, if you know what I mean. And so since this is my company, I'm the owner, I'm the CEO, I want to take it into the direction that makes me happy. We kept this company boutique for a reason. As this company grew, as it expanded, and for a few years we just had monstrous growth. As this company expanded, I had the opportunity to take this company and put the growth formula into it, which basically states that I can scale this company now to duplicate what we do on an exponential level and just grow this thing into a behemoth. Why didn't I do that? My life, my personal life, dictated what I needed out of my work life, if if that makes sense. My personal life at the time, you got to remember, I was going through a divorce when I started this company. I actually um, wrapped up my divorce right right before I started this company and, you know, had two little kids and I had to be there and had to be the class dad and go on all the field trips and coach all the sports and, and just be there as much as I could for my kids. And so I built this company around my personal life. And even when things settled down, even when things normalized and we had routines 
and the company grew and I was able to accept that expansion. And honestly, I could have worked around that expansion, but I chose to remain boutique with my company because this is what made me happy. I had a life that made me happy and I had a family that was happy with the situation in my professional life. There was a balance there. And so I never wanted to grow to that level where we just became this monstrous machine and I wasn't even a part of it anymore. Does that make sense? So some of these services that I mentioned as a matter of cause were part of my organization, but they didn't really speak to my soul. They didn't really speak to who I was as a professional and what I wanted to accomplish. And so I decided well over a year ago that I wanted to purge some of these services and really streamline this company into an even better reflection of who I am as a professional. Yes, there's Launchpad 516, the management consulting firm. Yes, there's Media Convergence, which is the marketing agency that was born out of Launchpad. Yes, there are the other entrepreneurial endeavors that I have had as a result of the success of Launchpad. But there was more. And this public speaking is really what created this, I don't know, this new challenge for me, I guess we'll say, this new way of just, you know what I mean? Like just fulfilling me, cathartic because I was able to tell my stories, satisfying because I was able to help people. You know, just anybody that's spoken on a public stage before and been able to help people can really understand what I'm talking about. But now... The businessman that's been watching all of my peers in the speaking world and what they do got curious and decided to really assess the situation. And I said, how can I bring something like that into my company? How can I make it fit into my business model? Now, for me, being a coach isn't anything new. Within my consults, when my company goes into an organization to help fix an organization that's broken, to help grow a stunted organization. I coach executives all the time. I coach C-suite guys and girls all the time. We go in and we help them become better leaders. And so coaching for me, especially leadership coaching, is innate. It's organic. It's what I do, along with strategy. And so I knew that there was an opening there if I could learn to do this thoughtfully. Now I watched and I watched and I picked up a few tricks along the way, like how to grow the brand as a speaker, as a coach, as a business owner through vehicles like podcasting. And so I implemented, I implemented, I learned, I absorbed, I implemented, I strategized, and here we are today. Here we are today where this year I was able to launch not only my coaching arm of my business, but coach on other people's platforms as well. 
And I got to say that this has been so amazing, this experience for me all around, because these coaching cohorts, right now I'm a part of two coaching cohorts, my coaching cohort, the leadership experience, my coaching masterclass. It's called the leadership experience, a coaching masterclass. Check it out. It's theleadershipexp.com. Check it out. We have a new cohort that's starting on June 1st, by the way. Cheap plug. But that was basically the vehicle that I decided to build when I decided to become a coach. I was already an executive coach. I wanted to become a leadership coach as well. I wanted to start this new arm of my business and see where it would take us. And so I watched professionals out there that do such a good job of this. Shout out to Trisha Brooke, who runs The Big Talk. Shout out to Mark Cordone that runs The Joy Revolution and Make Money Coaching. I mean, all of these incredible coaches that run these incredible coaching businesses, and I was able to learn from them. As mentors, I was able to watch what they did and absorb it. And then to translate it into what I do and put my thoughtfulness into it, my content into it. And man, it has been so, so cool to see like this renaissance again. Every every few years when I have a new spark of creativity in my business, there's like a new renaissance that comes to the business. It's an awakening of the business. It's where it has now gotten smarter. It's gotten more intelligent, and it grows in a different way. Launchpad was never meant to be just a consulting firm. Launchpad 516 is alive. It is fluid. It is always in motion. It is ever-changing, ever-evolving. That company will always be what it needs to be, period. Whatever people need out of Launchpad 516, that's what that company will be within the scope of what I know professionally. So this was kind of cool because now I was actually asked to coach on the Joy Revolution with Mark Cordone, uh, which is an incredible program, and I'm doing some speaking and writing coaching within that program, and it gave me some tools to be able to run my program as well, the Leadership Experience. And I've got to tell you that being now a coach in this respect, it's become so fulfilling because I've been able to help so many people with just my stories, with just my thoughts on what I have learned. The leadership experience in particular is so cool because it's a quick course. It's a six-week masterclass that's focused on helping a person discover the leadership within them. And we discover that leadership. We discover that leadership by discovering our mission statement. And so over the course of the six weeks, our cohort members learn all about my thoughts on leadership. We start with week one is unconventional leadership, where we we look at the unconventional journeys of leaders and ourselves. Week two is the mission statement week, where we learn the importance of putting a plan and goals together in terms of finding our leadership, finding that one mission that drives everything that we do. What's important to us? 
Week three, which we just went through last week, which is incredible, is leadership theory. We look at these five theories to leadership and we we discover which theories we fall under, what types of leadership we fall under. We look at what our secondary leadership theories are and then we look at how to combine different traits of different leadership models in order to become effective leaders. Week four is inspiration theory. So much fun. That's this week right now happening for us. Inspiration theory is where we look at how inspiration can help to drive change, how inspiration can help to drive followership, how inspiration can grow our leadership through engaging people, through inspiring acts. Week five is the balance phenomenon. That's where everything comes together. That's where we take everything we've learned. That's where we take all areas of our life and we try and balance all of them. Excuse me. Almost knocked my microphone over. That's where we try to balance all of them. We take all of these theories we've learned. We take our mission statements. We take our actual real lives. We take our families, our careers, and we balance all of them in order to make sure that we are living our mission. And then week six, the last stand, that's where we implement. What's been cool with this is I'm able to add on these add-on tracks to help somebody find how their leadership pertains to their vehicle that they're going to use to disseminate their leadership particularly. So the public thought leadership track is is our most popular one. That's for speakers, that's for writers, that's for activists, that's for nonprofit executives. That's for those people, that's for social influencers, that's for those people that are looking on that bigger stage for how to create change and how to lead. We also have the career advancement track and then the entrepreneurship track, which tie, of course, to business owners for entrepreneurship or careers for the career advancement track. Um, And man, it's been so much fun to watch our cohort members really develop, really learn about themselves, about how to apply change in their lives, about how to lead more effectively. God, you know, to be able to 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 tell people my stories and the things I've learned and to 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 watch them actually transform before my very eyes, amazing. The Joy Revolution, same thing. You know, uh, we have Mark Cordone who's teaching his um, thoughts on on creating a revolution in your life based around joy. He teaches joy theory. It's all based on positive psychology. Incredible class. And then for me to be able to jump in and help those people implement through speaking, through writing. I mean, holy cow. The change that's happening, like these cohort members that come out of these two cohorts right now, they're going to do great things in the world. And to know that I had a hand in that, shit. What else can you ask for as a leader, as a person that wants to lead? The main difference that I've learned, and especially with these coaching classes, is that I wasn't put on this earth to lead in front of people. I was put on this earth to lead alongside people, meaning to help build other leaders and to lead alongside each other to create change. Now, what does that change mean? It means whatever the hell you want it to mean. I'm not talking politics unless that's your thing. I'm not talking about anything 
specific in terms of change in leadership. I'm talking about what matters to you, what turns you on, what is the thing for you as an individual that you want to change? What is it out there in the world that drives you insane? That causes something inside of you to say, I need to stand up and change this. I will give away the one secret from this class that we talk about nonstop. My definition of a leader is very simple. It's that person that raises their hand and says, I'll do it. I'll do it. That's a leader. That's what I'm trying to create in these coaching classes. And man, it has been, I cannot tell you how enriching this has been to me, how satisfying, and how much fun too. Like we have a blast in these classes. And yeah, these people out there, they are investing in their futures. This is not your $99 coaching class that people are jumping into or your $99 whatever that you buy on the internet. Uh, that's an impulse buy. I get it. They're a big investment. They're not cheap. But guess what? You want to succeed in life, you got to invest in yourself, right? That's what it's about. When I jumped into doing this business, into starting my consulting firm, Launchpad 516, I didn't have anything going for me at the time. This was the biggest risk I've ever taken in my life. Look what happened. Because I leapt, I took a calculated leap, a calculated risk. And that's what this is about. That's what the investment in this class is about. And I'll tell you that this episode, this isn't a sales pitch for my class. I'm talking about any coaching class, any worthy coaching class. I think that I have proven my worth with what I do. I think that the testimonials that will come out of these few cohorts right now will prove that. I'm here for good reasons. You know, coaching for me is about the person. It's not about me. And hey, when you do good things, good things happen to you. Case in point, right now, quarantine time, right? Business owners are freaking out and I don't blame them. Now, I have set up my business in a way that not only is my business solid, but has, uh, uh, in, in addition to, you know, project-based revenue that it brings in has renewable revenue, right? We have renewable services. And during this time, of course, renewable services, are what can keep a, a business alive. But of course, every business took a hit with what's going on right now with COVID, with the quarantine, but guess what? I did a good thing with this coaching stuff and it happened that both of my cohorts started during quarantine time. And so, hey, I'm not complaining right now. This is part of my business right now that's thriving and I get to help people. Fuck, come on, come on. What are we doing here, right? And so that's my spiel on coaching. I've always enjoyed things like this. I've always enjoyed where I can get in there and help somebody with advice. 
And over time in my life, I've grown to a place where I can do that thoughtfully now and effectively, as opposed to, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, where I was a disaster when it came to that stuff. But I love what I do in this coaching part of my business now. I love coaching in general. I've been coaching youth basketball for years and years now. I'm a director, you know, for youth basketball and being able to go out there, even with the kids. I've been coaching my son's team and my daughter's team when she played for years now. And for me, if you're interested in coaching from me, you know, it's funny because my coaching, no matter where I am, has the same theme in mind. I, I, I'm laughing now because I look at when I coach my son's team. We were, we were, we were watching the last dance last night uh, on ESPN. My son and I, my whole family, was watching it, and um, you know, it's the ESPN document documentary that we talked about last week on the launch cast regarding uh, Michael Jordan and and the last year that the Chicago Bulls won the championship in '98. And basically talks about all the years of the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan's career. And we were watching it. And um, I was explaining to my son what had happened when the Bulls finally beat the Detroit Pistons in 91. Now, the Detroit Pistons, for those that don't know, were called the bad boys of the NBA. And they were really, really just a rough rough team physically mentally rough abusive team actually and didn't have the best attitude honestly and they beat the bulls in the playoffs two years in a row both of those years i believe winning championships and when the bulls finally beat them not only beat them they destroyed them in 91 they swept them and the pistons walked off of the court with eight seconds left in the game. Walked off. Didn't shake hands, nothing. Just walked off the court. Took the defeat. Without being sportsmen. And my son looked at me when we watched that. And I go, what do you think of right now? And he's like, that's not good. And I go, what does daddy always say when, when I coach your basketball team? What is the most important part of the game? And he said, sportsmanship. I said, that's right. If there's a if there's one of my players that does not line up to do high fives at the end of the game, there's big trouble coming. And I lead, no matter where I coach, with leadership in mind. The whole leader. Leading others, how important it is to be the example that you want to set. And you know how I lead that way? Because I've learned the hard way. Because I wasn't the example for so many years. I'm not your typical coach. I don't have a coaching certification. I'm never getting that bullshit. I don't need that. I've been an executive coach within my company for years and years. I know exactly how to coach. And I've been complimented by numerous coaches on the way that I do coach. Now that I have my own program and I coach in another person's program. I coach on real experience. I've gone through this shit. When I coach leadership, I coach what not to do because I was that person for so long. And so I guess my overall theme here is that when we talked before about the stigmas regarding coaches, life coaches, whatever, open your mind, guys. 
open your mind because man, there's a whole other world out there for you. And you know, if you're ready for it, if you're willing to accept it, if you're willing to learn a little bit from others that coach the right way. I'm the rogue coach, as Mark Cordon coined me. You'll learn something. Learn something and potentially become a better person. That's what this is about. So I'm going to wrap it here, right, because we did another quick half-hour episode of the LaunchCast. I think this was good. This was effective. We talked about some good stuff. Where next week takes us, I don't know. We'll still be here, though. I ain't going anywhere. Are you kidding me? You think I'm going? Come on. This is a launch cast, baby. Launch dad's not going anywhere. I'm going to continue coming to you from the home studio. Maybe I'll make a surprise appearance in the real studio. Who knows? Got to get to the office once in a while, right? Now that I can go out this week, I gave myself another, for those watching on camera, another COVID haircut this week, which I'm getting sick of, by the way. I'm actually pretty decent at cutting hair. I've been cutting my son's hair for years. Cutting my hair is more of a challenge, but I can do it. It takes me about an hour and a half to do it within my shower with like 40 mirrors set up. But, hey, I get it done. I'm tired of it. I want to go back to a barber, but when it's safe, right? So, guys, watch those COVID haircuts. Be careful. Nobody out there needs to look stupid, right? I just do the haircuts because I know how to do them. But if I didn't know how to do them, hey, I'd be a shaggy dog right now, just like everybody else is. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the LaunchCast. We'll see you next week, guys. Launch sequence terminated. Into the black hole. Thanks for listening to the LaunchCast today. Please make sure to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available. Follow me, George Andriopoulos, at Launchpad CEO on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And make sure to visit our website, guys, thelaunchcast.com. Looking forward to the next episode. See you soon, guys.